Hi everybody, it's Uwe again. Yep. Today I'm joined by Alexander Mroz. He's contributing an article in the area of marketing automation where he is coming from a more organizational and strategic uh, level in order to elaborate on the impact of this topic. Alexander, welcome. How are you? Uh, hi, Uwe. Thanks for having me. I'm fine and really honored to participate in this, this great project with so many other B2B marketers. And I'm really looking forward um, to, to the book. As we all are, and I can only say I'm so happy and delighted and grateful to be the Sherpa of that project because it's really a, an incredible group of authors and contributors uh, for this B2B marketing guidebook. Alexander, as usually, I would like to ask you to introduce yourself so that our listeners uh, can get an idea where you're coming from, your background, so that we can uh, position you a little bit. Uh, sure, thank you. So um, I would describe myself as a B2B marketing enthusiast, but I started my careers um, after studying media management in sales. So I have a sales background. Um, um, I started working for a Munich-based software company called EQS Group. I would say it's um, some kind of these hidden champions from Germany um, that is leading in, in, in a niche market, but outside this niche is not that well known. But um, at the end, I stayed there 10 years um, and made a great development there, the business, the, business, um, the company, as well as um, myself. But I started uh, in, in sales. Um, at that time, the company was quite small, 30 employees, and we just started um, a new business unit, and I was part of the sales team. Um, and I and the the market um, the target group was quite easy to identify, so we were very um, outbound sales focused at that time. So I did really tough cold calling, um, which by the way is uh, very instructive, and um, really helped me to develop my personal skills, communication skills. And I would say now as a marketer, I really um, benefit from this experience that I have this sales perspective. But already at that time, I was also interested in maybe let's call it sales enablement and pushing first actions and campaigns just for our, our small business unit. And then the company grew through acquisitions and I changed to business development. Um, and we um, acquired a digital agency and I was responsible for, for marketing and, and sales of this digital agency. And this was Maybe my, my first step into marketing and then I, I did a study, a, a master's program in marketing as well uh, on the weekend. Um, <clears throat> and um, yeah, with further growth, um, the company um, grew internationally, entered new markets as well as new verticals. And we really, uh, we had the vision to scale um, the, the company and also our, our products. And at that uh, point, we, we learned that we um, cannot adopt our approach um, outbound sales to new markets because it, this target group was really too large and we had to identify potential clients. It was more like looking for, for the needle in the haystack. And um, that's why we um, learned that we need more an inbound approach, um, set up uh, professional marketing. And at that point, um, luckily, our CEO um, asked me if I um, want to build up this um, department uh, for the group, which was, uh, which was great um, for myself. And I really started from scratch. So at the beginning, it was just me, uh, meaning also um, handling all the tools. And then we 
build up um, a small team. But after nearly 10 years, I, I decided um, to leave the company more due to personal um, reasons. So we really left on good terms. But um, after my, my, um, my, my daughter was born, my second child, I, I decided to take a longer parental leave. And we also decided as a family um, to relocate from, from Munich back to northern Germany, where we come from. This was also for me then time to, to leave the company. And then I started consulting business. Um, now I consult um, uh, and advise mid-sized company and, uh, and startups, a lot of startups as well, in terms of lead generation and um, marketing automation, which is then more, more the focus uh, at the moment. So you are currently consultant for mainly mid-sized companies. Now, being aware that uh, the B2B industry is generally very reluctant to modern marketing because of what, based on the history um, and also smaller companies do have very small teams, if at all, they have a marketing responsible person. How easy is it? to sell that new topic on marketing automation into this very, very conservative branch or industry where you do not have the knowledge and the budget? Uh, it's, it's really the challenge, but um, this, is, this is my mission um, um, because I really want um, to help companies, um, B2B companies um, to go this step to enter to enter new ways of thinking thinking more digitally um, it depends on on industries for sure they are very very conservative um, industries um, that work very conservative but i'm i'm this i think this is this is a great um, chance i had um, made this evolution myself from a very very sales driven company more to a marketing driven um, company which was um, was a tough challenge and we did it step by step starting from scratch started with a small budget but but then we learned that that it works and um, this that is also potential to increase budgets if you can if you can measure success and i, w I want to teach others to go the same steps but as I said before, I also work for, for work together with startups, and they are more flexible and open to this. And especially looking on on marketing automation, there are some of these larger service providers that also see this um, potential, and uh, um, and um, start with startups um, at a very early stage. Um, so they are quite more open than more the older traditional marketing departments. In in regard to your article, Alex. Uh because the majority of the readers won't most likely be startups. There will be the classical B2B industrial marketeers on all different sizes of, of uh, companies. Yeah. Will you provide in your article arguments? Will you describe how to overcome the problem, the reluctance within these organizations in regard that market automation is something uh, not creating added value? Or will you rather go on organization's perspective give me an idea on what you will be tackling in your paper so at the end um, the main thing to understand is that marketing automation is not an not solely a, a marketing topic 
or it, it's never in, in, in any way an IT topic. It's really a management topic. It's a topic for, for top management because it's, it's, it's um, a really strategic decision for a company um, because it's a framework that um, affects not only marketing, it affects the whole company in different uh, departments. Uh, it, it affects my go-to-market strategy. And therefore, it's a very, very um, important decision um, to take. Um, at the end, it's a, it's a trade-off between um, individualizing um, communication and um, um, collaboration with your clients, but also to be efficient. And especially in today's markets, um, where we... Um, try to scale our products, um, have large target groups. We need to be efficient on the one hand, but on the other hand, to, to have success. Alex, how do you define marketing automation because there are different or we use different definitions within the book what is marketing automation for you a pure it solution or is it an organization framework uh, realizing optimization activities by uh, it based automation of repetitive tasks what is marketing automation in your perception i see marketing automation really as a, as a framework for the, for the whole company of course it's supported by it but this is only on the execution side. Uh, it's more um, a concept of how to go to market. Mm -hmm. And uh, many things have been written on marketing automation. What would be the reasons that people would really read your article? What are the news and novelties? What's the differences in regard to existing materials about your approach and, and your, your, your perspective, Alexander? I hope that I can, um, based on my experience and the experience I'm, I make with some of my, my clients, I can explain how a company changes through implementing marketing automation. Because um, at the end, it's, it's not only marketing that benefits from this, it's much more departments. And you can see that, for example, marketing and sales will work better together um, with marketing automation in place management needs to understand that it's an invest. It's not only um, investing in licenses for, for software solutions. This is only one part of the game. But um, really in the beginning, in the implementation phase, you need personal resources um, for marketing automation. But after, after the time, um, you will see measure benefits increase um, incoming leads, um, um, sales opportunities, be more efficient on the sales side as well because sales can focus um, on, on, on key activities like, like um, closing. Um, and then you will see an ROI for this. What you, what you can um, really measure is um, an increase in um, incoming leads. So, for example, if I look at a smaller project um, for, for a startup that um, implemented marketing automation um, such a few months month ago, they really saw um, an increase about maybe 50 to 100 percent um, after just a few weeks in incoming leads and they just just started and it's, it's um, more a smaller setup because they are at the moment just um, serving a um, small market. 
um, with just one product. So um, for sure, there, there, is a, there is a measurable um, benefit. And so based on your experience, you're providing a, a framework, organization setting, arguments, uh, also uh, elaborating on challenges and pitfalls. Will you also uh, come up with these information, this background information? For sure, there, there are challenges. I think the, the main key to success is um, that really all teams um, are involved at an early stage. Um, so that it's not only marketing that is in charge of implementing marketing automation. It's very important to involve um, involve all teams and um, there are other challenges. So you have to involve sales, you have to involve um, IT, you have to involve maybe legal. This is, this is key to success. And uh, even um, as I, I described before, marketing and sales will work better together. It's very important that, that these both both departments speak together one one side from the from the technical perspective that their systems um, interact with each other but also that they um, pass the ball in, in in setting up all the campaigns because it's it's a change in how you act with um, um, with clients uh, in the past maybe you had the idea of real ownership for clients so there was a contact or a company owner and there was just one voice with the customer approach this really changes there's there's no concrete ownership and you um, have many voices you start maybe from an automatic perspective uh, with marketing campaigns and there's a point where you hand over to sales but uh, marketing can even in further steps um, of, the, uh, of the client relationship management um, um, support um, the client relationship and you always um, have to analyze where you are in your um, customer um, lifetime cycle and at which point it makes sense to um, to have a direct sales approach and at which point of the cycle it makes more sense to um, to go to the client with with marketing activities um, and then um, yeah, benefit from this and so the, the, to answer your question the main challenge is to implement all these departments um, to be very transparent and um, to really work together on this Maybe just from my experience, another challenge is start lean um, with these products. Don't um, don't think too large because it can get very, very complex um, to involve your teams um, that they can see um, maybe um, first uh, success after, after implementing this and then step by step um, building this up. Okay. Uh, well, I was asking you at the end of each uh, coffee talk, I'm asking for a core message or key message, but obviously you, you came up with this prior to my question. So uh, thank you for your overview, Alexander, uh, in regard to your article. I'm looking forward to your paper. I think it would be an important one opening up this marketing automation topic because of course it is an essential topic for B2B marketing or sustainable B2B marketing. Thank you for joining me today, Alexander. It was a great pleasure having you on the Coffee Talk for the B2B Marketing Guidebook. This is Uwe Seebacher. Thank you for joining and tuning in. Uh, don't forget to follow us and uh, I can't wait to be back. Goodbye. <laughs>